Hello and welcome back to The Nate Show. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me and I appreciate that. Don't forget to follow along with the show on social media, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or all three at The Nate Show 423. I'll be putting up new podcast episodes every Wednesday, new videos every Friday, which will be available on Facebook and on YouTube. Don't forget to check those out. And instead of doing this episode instead of doing a bunch of different topics maybe two three four like i usually do i figured i'm just keying on one right now that's kind of been in the news the past couple days and tie it back to an earlier news story from a few months ago um so that's probably just going to be the main thing for today but uh without further ado let's get right into it so i'm sure most of you have either seen on the news or on facebook or on twitter over the last couple days there was a woman by the name of allison edel uh, otherwise known as permit patty that was that has been catching a lot of grief from people online for uh, calling the police over. Uh, there was an eight-year-old girl on the street uh, selling water uh, to raise money. I believe it was for a field trip, and this woman made the phone call and and there's video of it. I'm not gonna go play by play or, or you know recount the video or anything like that. Uh, if you want to see it, if you haven't seen it already, you can go watch it. Um, but she makes a phone call, basically snitching on this little girl. Well, it's, you know, it was, it was more of a nuisance than anything to her. You know, this girl shouldn't be selling water on the street because she doesn't have a permit, whatever. I mean, she's an eight-year-old girl uh, trying to make some money to raise money for a field trip, like I said before. And the girl's mom was out there and recorded the lady making the phone call. And uh, it's been uh, in the news stream lately, one, just because of the absurdity of it all. Uh, but two, and the most obvious reason that it makes its rounds is because it's an example or can be used as an example of uh, racial division. You know, we saw this a couple months ago. There were, um, you know, African-American people out, you know, on the street barbecuing. Like, I think it was like in the middle of a park or whatever. And the uh, woman who is white made the phone call trying to say that they were being a nuisance, which was funny because, you know, a few weeks later, and I'm sure this is probably still going on, I believe that was out in Oakland, they were showing video of that exact same spot where they were barbecuing before. There's like a just like a block party, like just hundreds uh, of people out there just cooking and grilling out, so just kind of to prove a point or whatever. And this kind of connoted the same feeling where it's okay. There's a you know biracial eight year old girl having the cops called on her for what selling water. Like, are you serious? And there are two kind of two different sides of the story. Uh, the 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 side that you hear the most is. The girl had been out there for about 15 minutes selling water. And the other side of the story is that Allison Edel, otherwise, like I said, known as Permit Patty, um, was saying that it had been a couple hours of, of general nuisance and noise, not so much from the little girl, but from the mother. So those are those two sides of the story. You know, general belief is that it's the first one. It was just 15 minutes and it... Either way, what I wanted to focus on and really think about and talk about wasn't so much the racial aspects of this because those have been covered already and seem to be fairly obvious. Uh, what I find more interesting is just the general idea of how, what is your life like that it's that big of a deal to you to call the cops on an eight-year-old girl? Or call the cops on people just outside barbecuing. You know, I can understand it if someone's maybe like, you know, right on your 
which is the argument that was kind of made here was if someone's like right inside your, right outside of your front door, you know, making a bunch of noise, especially like if it's at night or something, you can't sleep or just really actually causing you something to complain about a, a real nuisance. And that's kind of one thing. There's shades of gray there, but I just don't understand the mindset of someone that has to ruin other people's fun. It's like that whole, can I live thing? Like, I don't personally understand what the big deal was. And maybe that's just me being blind. But yeah, I just, I, I don't understand the um, the big deal behind what in your life is going on that's causing you so much pain and so much grief that, oh, there's a, you know, a little girl out here selling water trying to do something good for herself. Um, let me call the cops on her. And since all this came out, the woman uh, on the phone Actually, there in California has a uh, marijuana, like a, uh, what's the right word I'm looking for here? Um, she has a marijuana business, not like in the way that you traditionally think of as a stereotype, but it's more more for like a medical use type of thing. And she's had six businesses cut ties with her since this video and stuff came out. And so that's kind of another side of this that's interesting is those rash decisions, whether they be out of frustration or stress or anger, those have longer reaching and branching consequences that we don't consider in the moment. Uh, speaking from a personal position, I know that the decisions that I've made, whether it be out of stress or anger or whatever, they've had long-term effects, uh, both long-term and short-term effects in my life. There's things that you wish you could take back. And, you know, she was quoted as saying afterwards, it had nothing to do with race or anything like that. It just had everything to do with the quote-unquote hours of stress that I'd endured. Looking back, though, it was a mistake. It was a big mistake. I shouldn't have made it. And that's, you know, it's the best of bad options. That's what you're supposed to say there. You're supposed to be contrite. You're supposed to apologize and say, you know what, I messed up. Even though it's not enough, it's better than, hey, if I had to do it all over, I'd do it again. So, And I think the uh, the opposite of that works as well because we sit here on our moral high horses sometimes and we criticize from afar and we go, okay, yeah, she, she deserves to lose all of her business. She deserves all that. And I, I'm not necessarily saying that she doesn't deserve that, but I'm, I'm always very iffy when it comes to other people's money, when it comes to other people's careers and lives, because that's something that, you know, I was talking about, you know, those decisions that are made in anger or have those consequences, they don't have consequences on us when we're criticizing them from afar. You know, if it was us, if one of us makes a mistake, if anyone in myself or anyone listening to this makes a mistake in their life, they immediately want, okay, well, I apologize. Please give me another chance. Like that's, that's human nature. We're going to want chance after chance. We're going to want forgiveness. We're going to want all these different things that we're not willing to extend to other people. And that's where it becomes really, really tricky is I've had to make sure that whenever I watch a news story like this, whether they're on, whether I'm watching ESPN and we're talking about, hey, Carmelo just, you know, opted into his contract, makes another $28 million. You know, and there's a lot of people, I didn't mean to make this a basketball conversation, but when stuff like that happens, there's a lot of people sitting on the sidelines going, man, he ain't worth all that money. He should He should have taken less money to go play for a contender. He should have done this. He should have done that. We're always quick to judge what someone else should have done and have to we don't ever ask ourselves like hey if i were in that position what would i do and no matter what the answer 
to that question is, whatever you think the answer to that question is, the point is, is you don't know. Is you're not Carmelo. You're not Permit Patty. You're not the woman that called the dudes grilling out. Like You're not any of those people. You're not the mom that has to deal with her 18-year-old daughter being on the news just because she was trying to make some money for a fundraiser. Like You're not any of those people. Like Those people have to deal with this. Like, I'm just sitting here behind a microphone talking to a few people that listen to this, just sharing my opinion on it. What's happening in their lives has really no bearing on my life. I'm sitting here observing this, judging this from afar. It wouldn't be fair for me to say, well, if I were in that situation, what would I have done? Because I understand, I'll at least you know, kind of meet halfway here, I understand the idea of, hey, the world is getting on my nerves today. I'm going to do something about it. Like, I understand that desperation and that mindset. You know, even though I said I don't understand, I don't understand what pushed her that far to make that decision. I understand from my own perspective what it's like to deal with nuisances. You know, when you work, as I have in you know the retail business for most of your adult life, it you can understand. Uh, you start to see life from both sides. You start to see from the consumer and from. Uh, the person that's on the other end of that transaction. And in some cases, I've been able to see it as the owner um, would see it. So there's all these different perspectives in life to consider. And typically, as I was saying, we don't consider any of those when we're judging from afar. I mentioned it was either the last episode or the one before that there are there are many things in life that we have to be critical over or to be concerned with. you know. And, and on the other end of that coin, we have a lot of things... Within our country, if you're listening here in the U.S., we have a lot of things here that we take for granted that you know, other people would, would love to have. Uh, so we have both sides of those, but there's far more important things going on in life, and that's kind of my point with this today is there's more important things than people just grilling a burger. There's more important things than whether or not that girl has a permit uh, to sell water. And I'm I'm speaking just as giving you giving her the benefit of the doubt in that scenario. Like if that was really which I don't believe it was, but if that was really the concern, like, hey, you know, I'm concerned about what's in the water, I wanna make sure she has a permit to do that, like maybe she's out poisoning people, like forget the racial aspect of all that. If that's your concern, while I personally think that's a stupid concern to have, I can't necessarily, you know, her point of view can't be my point of view and vice versa. I can't change the way she thinks. She can't change the way that I think. Uh, I don't know her. She doesn't know me. But I'm, I'm sitting here talking about it. What I ultimately want from all of this, which it's, I know this sounds like a corny, like just a cheese ball sort of thing to say, and it's like a cliche thing to say. I just want everyone to just be cool. I believe I said that last episode. I just want people to be cool. Like, you know, we don't, as people, we don't have to agree with what the choices that everyone makes. I don't agree with some of the choices my friends and family make, and they probably dang sure don't agree with a lot of the choices that I make. And that, you know, that doesn't mean that, you know, it doesn't make one of us right, one of us wrong, one of us good, one of us bad. It's just that human nature, we're, we're all different. We're all cut from a different cloth. We're allowed to have our differences and still coexist on this earth and, and get along and do everything. Maybe we won't always get along. But it is what it is. Like, we don't, it, you know, like, the more I think about stuff like this, the more it bothers me. Because, like I said, there's stuff going on that we should be concerned with and that we should be doing something about. And instead, we, we take 
you know, like I've taken over 10 minutes here to talk about this. We take full news cycles to talk about what's going on and then, you know, not to be getting all political, but forget, like, forget the political side of this. But when you see people, you know, you see families, whether they're immigrants or whatever, being ripped apart and sent off other places and, you know, children separated from their parents, you know, regardless of whether you're Republican or Democrat or Libertarian, Independent, who cares? Like, th- those are real-life things, things that, you know, those of us that were just, you know, just kind of born here and have never had to deal with anything like that, we just, like we're like I said, we're very quick to say, well, this is what should happen. This is what the president should do. This is what Congress should do. This is what the families, hey, they should they should have come here in the first place if they came here legally. Like, all that stuff, it's like it's easy just to sit back, you know, with a bag of Doritos with a remote in your hand and say stuff like that to an inanimate TV that's not listening to you. It's really easy to do that. But until we've walked a mile in people's shoes, like I don't know how much criticism we should be doing. And I've maybe that sounds hypocritical. I've tried not to criticize uh, too much, and maybe that's a mistake too. But I, I don't like, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to point a finger until I know for sure. You know what the deal was, and even then, maybe it's not a good idea for me to point a finger. You know, we've all heard that expression that goes, you know, whenever you point a finger, there's four uh, pointing straight back at you, which I don't know is necessarily true because this isn't a visual medium, but I'm pointing a finger at the, the microphone right now, and my thumb is also pointing, so there's actually just three fingers uh, pointing back at me. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, I just want, um, as a as a culture, as a country, as people, just whatever, like I want us to just stop being so freaking critical of everything, so cynical about everything. So people usually rise to the level that you expect them to rise, whether that be good or bad. You see that in your personal relationships. If you expect good out of someone, a lot of times, you know, they're going to live up to your expectations. If you're always expecting bad, you're going to be critical of them and you're going to find the flaws in them. And yeah, there's exceptions to that rule. You know, I've, I've made millions of mistakes in my life you know, with people and, and situations where I'm getting all those second chances that I talked about and I keep screwing them up. Um, so sometimes there, there are exceptions to that rule. Matter of fact, I'll, I'll say this. I've been watching a lot of uh, uh, videos about different cultures in different countries and I've noticed, and maybe it's just that example of when you go on like a tour of New York City, they give you the tour, they show you like the pretty stuff. They don't show you like the rough stuff. So maybe these videos are just showing me the pretty stuff. But I was I keyed in on some videos of Japan and how they treat people there. And uh, there's a video of a of a guy that he had left his uh his wallet uh, sitting at it was like at the market or something. He took his wallet out of his pocket and set it down for a second. I don't know if he was tying his shoes or whatever, and he walked off. And then uh, a few uh. A few hours later, he came back and his wallet was just still sitting right there. And I know it's kind of an extreme example, um, but it's just it's funny to see what happens when people aren't all out to get each other. As Americans, what you know, what do you think? Like whenever you hear that, you're like, man, if, I, if someone leaves their wallet sitting there, like I know a lot of us would probably be like, yeah, let me go see if their their IDs in and let me help track them down, their phone number, wait, get a hold of them, return their money. But how many times, like, do you see, like, in your life? are you looking and i'm not criticizing here i'm just i'm asking because i'm really asking myself here how many times in life are we kind of looking at stuff what can i get out of this as opposed to what can i help someone else get out of this Uh, there are 
a lot of you know successful business owners and leadership experts that say you know it, you know Zig Ziglar popularized if you help en- enough other people get what they want you'll automatically get what you want and he probably said it better than I just did and I know it sounds kind of corny and cheesy for people that you know aren't really into that whole thing um, but the whole concept of that there are laws and I'm really drifting away from the original topic there are laws within the earth there are laws whether you whether you're a christian whether you're whatever that all these laws coexist within the earth whether you believe them or not you know a, a wise man was told me you cannot believe in gravity but if you go jump off the building it's still going to work whether you believe it or not this isn't ripley's it's not you know dean kane's not here waiting to see if you believe it or not and this is real life here and whatever it is that we sow we're also going to reap so whenever we're sowing negativity so-and-so should do this. This is how I would have done it. When we're sowing all that seed, that's the same seed that we're getting back. And usually tenfold. It usually doesn't come back the way that we sent it. It usually comes back uh, multiplied, whether that be good or bad. And again, I've seen that in my life. If, if I go to work or if I go somewhere expecting things to go poorly, then things go poorly and they usually go way worse than I expected. If I expect to have a good day, I expect to have good things happen in my life. Usually those end up being really great days. They go way better than I could have possibly imagined. So I just kind of wanted to say all that. And uh, I'll just be honest, and this isn't me being on a high horse. I hope that things things work out for the little girl that was selling water. Um, I hope that all that turned out just fine and she's able to go on that trip and everything. I hope that things um, work out for, you know, Allison Edel aka permit patty i hope that she's able to you know get herself back in order after losing some of these business opportunities and hopefully she learned a lesson and uh i I hope that everyone involved in those situations and all the other situations that i mentioned i hope everyone you know has a has you know blessings in their life i don't wish poorly on anyone you know except for the dallas cowboys but anyway um that's kind of enough rambling for this this has been much shorter um and I was going to say much more focused episode, but the way I drifted there wasn't really very focused. But um, like I said, there, at the beginning of this, there's there's more stuff to come. There'll be podcast episodes every Wednesday, videos every Friday, and uh, just a lot of cool stuff in the works. I know I've said that before, so I don't want to announce too much and really start that whole process of you know, you know under promise over deliver is what I've always been taught. And I didn't always operate in that, but I'm excited to be operating in that now. So uh, I appreciate everyone that tuned in to this episode, and uh, I look forward to talking to you guys again next week. I hope to have you back again this time next week, but if not, 